what I put in my mouth doesn't make you shit. And what you think about me doesn't pay my motherfucking rent. (laughs) On this episode called Judgmental People, we are talking about just that. We are talking about how people can be judgmental, my personal experiences with judgmental people, why people can be judgmental, as well as how you can navigate through this earth and allow people to be themselves while you maintain your authenticity. But before I continue, here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll never give a fuck host, Avishai L, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial, how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step each stress away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and eat those sides and shit well you'll hear about that too but let's face it sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds and broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work your stressful life and or underlying traumas so we are going to tackle it all you will be immersed in the mental physical emotional and spiritual aspects of life discover how to deal with personal interdependent and interpersonal relationships of all kinds let's make crazy look sane every fucking tuesday yay and throw them smoothies and green juices back one time Make sure you are subscribed to the Avi Unfiltered podcast and you leave a fabulous five-star review. I just wanted to let everyone know that we are on month three in my stress-free me membership. It's $29.97 per month or $299.97 for the entire year. We go over various topics. I will be having guest um, experts coming in to talk to my group. I do live Q&As from time to time in that group just to make sure that everybody's on track. If you have purchased any of my programs, my higher price programs, you get that. Um, you get access to that course and you also get to come in and ask um, certain questions. And without further ado... So I really wanted to do this episode. I was actually having a conversation about uh, tattoos. And I remember when I got tattoos and it was an issue more so from men. Like um, men I came across who were family members and just just people in general who I didn't even know. And the women absolutely loved it. And it really brought out more of their rebel side when I got, uh, you know, all of these tattoos. I have an arm sleeve. I don't know. I guess it's a half sleeve because it's not all the way down my arms. But I have two half sleeves on both my arms. And I remember when I got it, people were very judgmental with it, um, gave biblical scriptures against it. Um, I was even looked at as um, someone who was not... Uh, I would say Virgo rising like, you know, which is what the 
the Virgin Mary or Mother Mary type shit. You know, once you get tattoos, there's like a negative connotation with it. So people started coming up with like all this bullshit. And I was like really shocked because when I think of tattoos, you know, they're art, they're gorgeous, they're beautiful. They're a way that you can express yourself. So I always saw tattoos as amazing and I've always wanted tattoos from a child. So when I finally got them, absolutely adored them but you know people were so against them and what ended up happening the way I am I went and got five more tattoos just to fucking piss people off because I absolutely cannot stand judgmental people you know now we there's a difference between judging a situation whether you should go this way or whether you should go that way um But then there's another judgment where you're putting people down and you're trying to unscrew someone's light bulb and you're trying to dim someone's light and you're writing them off as this is how they are and this is who they are. And you're basically creating an avatar of your perception. And a lot of people create avatars of their perception. And to me, Like I said, no offense to anyone who has schizophrenia or anything like that. But to me, that's borderline schizophrenic because you're literally imagining something that's not there. You know, that's not like a seer or a a psychic medium, you know, like what I do, Um, because that it becomes it's true. You know what I mean? But when you put your very own perception that's not even spiritually guided because it's not true. See, spirit is truth. So that's not even guided by spirit on another person. Now that's a mental health issue. It really is. And so there's a lot of people that have this sort of issue um, with you know, judging others based, and I'm sure we've all done it. Um, but some of us take a, a inner look and we reflect inwardly and we don't repeat those behaviors, but people are not so, uh, introspective, so to speak. So they continue these behaviors that are very toxic because, If you write someone off, you're not going to be able to um, enjoy the very essence of a person because you wrote them off as this is what they are. This is who they are. So as I was talking, I took it a step further. And the person I was talking to was like, you know, people are so shallow, especially the men, because when it comes to women with tattoos, they will have a bunch of tattoos, but they will not be with a woman who has a bunch of tattoos and I wish I can say that that was wrong, but it's not because I have yet to see it. I've seen men with a bunch of tattoos. I've seen it. I, I have seen a few, um, especially when I was working with the essential oil company. There was a woman who had arm sleeves and so did her husband. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. That like that's a real man because he didn't give a fuck if she had tattoos. But I'll see other men with a bunch of tattoos with a woman who has no tattoos and every single girl they date has no tattoos. And I'm like, so you don't like tattoos. That's obviously your preference. There's so many men across the board who don't like women with tattoos. And I talked about this briefly before, but I see it. It doesn't, they don't care how you look. 
you know, if even if you're beautiful, they don't care if your personality is absolutely amazing. It's the tattoos that they don't like. So to me, there's a difference between preference and discrimination. There's a very thin, thin line. You know, maybe some men, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the difference. Some men may prefer, you know, women to have, I don't know, put their hair up from time to time. That's a preference, you know, that I'm sure any woman might accommodate because they're like, oh, yeah, I'll put my hair up for you from time to time. You know what I'm saying? However, discrimination is when you discriminate against the very essence of who someone is and how they look. Okay, that like I said, those are two very different examples. So, for instance, I'm not going to go to a laser place and say, you know what? Let me go get all my tattoos lasered off because you don't like me with tattoos. No, I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? So that those are two very different, but there's a very, very thin line between preference and absolute discrimination because there's so many people who have preference. Um, but I guess cer- certain things are discrimination as, as well. You know, um, it all depends. I'm just, I've just never been that way. Um, for instance, I like people who are healthy or who put he- and who put healthy things in their body because of my health history. And I know the exchange can make me sick again. And as someone who's a cancer survivor, who's still in cancer recovery, I just, you know, I cannot do that literally like I can't have sex with a person who's not healthy because I'm not going to risk my life for you now that's a difference um so that's a preference I'm not discriminating against people who eat unhealthy and saying oh you're absolutely disgusting I would never be with someone who eats it's for my health it's for health reasons so that is a health preference um but there are people who are just discriminatory so maybe you can explain your um your take on that, that's just my take on that. But I'm a very open-minded person. I'm not an asshole and I'm not a bitch. Um, just because someone may not agree. Um, but, you know, I think we as people can be respectful when sharing our ideas. Some people get really emotional and ultra-aggressive to the point where you're like, okay, if I see you in person, I'm going to knock your ass the fuck out. Because it's not necessary. I see that all the time on TikTok. I'm like, calm the fuck down because a lot of you do shit behind the screen. And, you know, if I saw you in person, you would tweedledee run your ass into the almond milk. Okay, so (laughs) so it's like, I don't know. So but anyway, that's what I've been seeing. That's what I've been seeing across the board. And um I've had to actually reach out to certain companies, um, not even about, well, it's partly about the tattoos, but it's also about melanated people. I've had to speak to um, Vanessa Mooney before, which to me, they're still discriminatory. Even though they've added melanated people, they also have to be a certain melanation. And it's that paper bag passing melanation um, to where you can't really tell. So I don't fucking know what's wrong with them, but I've spoken to them on different occasions and I've had a piece of jewelry from them for a while and I'm not fucking tagging them in my fucking pictures. So anymore, I did and they used to like them and stuff, but people are wishy-washy, flip motherfucking floppy, man. 
I don't have time for flip floppy, wishy washy motherfuckers. I really just keep it moving and maintain my peace. Like that's your shit. Uh, you need to go. If you want to go through a wash cycle, then go to spin and then go back to fucking wash. You could go ahead because I'm not doing that. So then there's anthropology that I reached out to and they've really changed. But I really fought hard um, for them to showcase melanated people of all different um, all different uh, shades, shades, hairstyles, uh, facial features. And they've added that. So because their page was just very not relatable for me, you know, I'm melanated. I have melanin, you know. Um, in the summer I get very sun kissed and I get darker in the sun. And there's also some, some, some men may like you in the winter too. Like I've seen this and I didn't even know I was going to mention this, but this is just where I'm going. Some men like women in the winter In the winter, I'm very pale. If you, if you go (laughs) on my page, like with lights off, with lights off even, I'm very fucking pale. Um, but in the summer I get really, 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 I get like caramel to golden deep and I'm only talking in milk makeup foundation (laughs) right now because that's how I match you know complexion so it's like um I would say but in the winter I could be anything from like medium to like beige and medium I'll put on my face beige medium and like honey not even it's a little lighter than that but some men like you in the winter. Someone used to say this. They were like, yeah, there were some men who like women only in the winter. And then when it got like hotter, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, dudes, go to fucking therapy if you're fucking like that. That shit's weird. That shit's weird as hell. Weird is all fucking hell. Find the hurt and heal it. I don't allow that bullshit in my life. Let me tell you. I have always been the person who took up for people when they were bullied if you were in a wheelchair if you were deaf I hung around the the person who was deaf I um I used to hang with emo people who were emo people who would pierce their ears differently people who wore all black the troubled teens I was a troubled teen you know a lot of people when I used to go to school with them people of all different shades if you didn't like certain people I liked them. Yes, I went through my phase where, you know, it's like, well, they're nerds and this is this and this is this. And I went through that phase a little bit in high school. But then I was like, fuck that. You know, I came out of it. Um, And people are like that as adults. And I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, why are we like this? But anyway. So I went to school with people. It was relatable to me to be around people who. I, I, you know, I could relate to a lot of people in the, at the school I went to, you know, their family were part of the PTO. I was like, I don't even have a fucking dad. Like, I don't have a dad. My mom's not doesn't have fucking time for PTO and soccer because she's a single fucking mom trying to take care of me. Um, you know, I had I was like the. I was a girly girl, but I had to balance out my masculine really well because I had to kind of take on the role of my father in my own life. And she had to take on the role of a father and a mother. She you know, we both had to have balanced masculine and feminine energies. Um, So I was putting air in my tires, going through the car wash. I bought my own car. It wasn't as fancy as some other people's, but I didn't give a fuck. I was happy I was able to get back and forth from school and was a responsible 
young adult at the time. You know, I worked since I was 15 on Albany Ave at Hartford at Artist Collective based off of my talent. You know, so I was really proud of myself. But you went to school with with children who that's the north end of Hartford for people who don't know. That's the north end of Hartford. <laughs> I love the north end of Hartford. That's where my family grew up. You know, that's where I grew up. I grew up in different places. Majority of the time I was there. Grew up Hartford. Grew up at Manchester. You know, went to school at Newington. But, you know, majority of the time it was Hartford, mostly Hartford. Um so and that's that was just life. You know, we were we enjoyed playing with car parts. I never forget me and my cousin. Someone people used to leave shit out like we were comfortable playing with tires. I remember someone uh, their car broke down. and They had like the a car piece, literally a seat of a car. We spent hours playing with that car piece, belting ourselves in, acting like we were driving somewhere. This was on Garden Street, North End of Hartford. You can look it up if you don't know the area. Um, we had so much fun doing that. That was life. You know, going to the ICs, going to the corner store, going down streets we had no business going down just because we could, just because we wanted to do that, you know. So a lot of people judge that. Um, and so that's how I was raised a bit differently. So I went to school with people. I couldn't relate to them. So when other people were in the school that were like underdogs or their parents um, had the same situation. I hung, I hung out with the, with, the, with the best of them, you know. Um, you know, people who were very troubled, you know, and got in trouble. Um, people who had to sell drugs to support, you know, their family. I thought about selling drugs, too, when I was in high school. But then I knew what came along with it, and I decided not to. But I was going to. I was going to, and I don't even think anybody knows this. I was going to start my own drug business when I was 16. I even talked about it. I mentioned it. I always had a business mindset and was always trying to make, you know, funds to support myself. I always worked. So that's what I saw in other children. You know, their parents were owning, like, delicatessens and all this shit. I couldn't relate to that. I could not relate to that. It was not relatable. So I was not the person that judged people. I said all that to say I'm not the person that judges people. I used to have um, male friends who were always gay. A lot of gay males usually take to me, um, and I absolutely enjoyed them. People who are transgender always got along with. Um, people who are... Um, considered I hope this is the right word little people I don't care no I may not I may not be bisexual I may not be um, considered uh, gay or lesbian hopefully those are the right terms no I may not be intersexual um, you know people who have both sexes I only have one I'm a female but however I don't judge people because I don't what there's no point in doing it I just never was raised to look at that and um, I just always let people do what they needed to do to bring peace to them. And, you know, in society, we don't do that. So back to the tattoos, I remember I mentioned, um, you know, to ActAware, who I am still an ambassador for, not active all the time because I'm very, very busy um, with clients. But I told them, I was like, you guys should include people with tattoos. And they really, they didn't get offended. They took it to heart. And now they have people on there that are melanated and have tattoos. You know, there's people with tattoos on there. So it takes speaking up and speaking out. So I'm speaking up and speaking out on this. 
Um, I don't know if it's, you know, people's parents don't like women with tattoos and they raise them that way. Or if it's just you, you men can let me know. I don't really give a fuck. Um, um, you know, if people are like that, you know, that's your decision. And, you know, women like me are not meant to be with people like that. You know, I'm not going to change for someone unless, you know, it's a mutual thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between someone saying, sometimes can you wear your hair up in a ponytail? And someone saying, you know what? I want you to cut your hair off. Like, I'm not cutting my hair off. I've been there, done that. My hair has been about almost every color except the new colors that they have, or spectrum of light, I mean. My hair has been purple. My hair has been red. My hair has been blonde. My hair has been platinum blonde. My hair has been two-tone. My hair has been so many different colors. My hair has been cut and short, short cut. My hair has been really, really long, you know, and it's, it's all my hair. That's another thing. Like, people are automatically thinking because you're um, – a bit, you know, melanated or whatever, or I don't even know what they think. My hair is so silky that to some people it may look fake. My hair is just naturally silky. Um, before it gets dried or blow dried and flat ironed and whatever she does to it, she's an amazing, I have a new hairstyle. She's absolutely amazing. Um, before she does it, my hair is in small curls all throughout. And then towards the front, I want to say about a quarter a little more than a quarter, I want to say, it's wavy and it's soft and it only, it doesn't take her that long at all to blow dry. So I really have small, small curls. So you ever see like people with naturally curly, curly hair? That's my hair. But I just, again, um, don't make the time to try and do it myself. I would probably have her do it. So one day I'll wear it like that. I've been saying that for like a few years now, but I just don't want to put the wrong products in it or do it, you know, the way it shouldn't be done. So I'll take the time to to definitely do that. But when straightened, it's very, very silky. My hair is naturally soft and it's always been long. I have a picture of when I was five. My hair was past my shoulders. I've always been known for long hair. It runs in my family. It runs in, it runs in, um, melanated people anyway that's why I don't understand where that fucking bullshit started it sounds absolutely dumb um our hair grows really really long so anyway that's the first thing I wanted to tackle so it was the tattoos so I've seen that I hope people are open-minded to that I'm not trying to convert anybody if you don't like women with tattoos, then that is definitely your biz. Um, and obviously, I would never even be with, obviously, I wouldn't be with someone who didn't like women with tattoos because what the fuck? I have tattoos all over. That's not changing. It's an art form. Um, it's just comical to me that people will go watch performances or people will go to art galleries and respect that that's art. But the minute you put it on your body, then it's like demonic or it's Jezebel-ish or it's like, she's into bad shit-ish. You know, it's so fucking stupid and fucking dumb. But anyway, so the second thing is going to restaurants, right? So let me give you a little bit of back history for those who are just tuning in and maybe don't know. So I remember back in 2015, I went to Zest uh, at Utah. I love Zest till this day. I have to get back to there. I can't wait to eat their dessert menu. I'm super excited. 
so I went there because I accepted an essential oil award. And um, for helping people with essential oils, because I worked with a company um, and I moved up in the ranks in three months to a leadership position. I'm telling you, I take stuff seriously and I did it out of the kindness of my heart. But I also had to support myself. So that was it was a win win. Um, So I went to Zest. And now here we go back to the shallowness. Now, this woman She's with a guy. She's dating. I'm out by myself, okay? I'm out by myself. She's dating. She looked like when, when, what, what's his name? Is it Jack Black? When he had the spell removed from him and he actually saw people in shallow, from shallow hell in pure form, okay? That's how she looked. And I'm saying that because her inside was ugly. So I'm eating three plates. I'm leptin resistant at this point in time. My health was like shit. And I was not even going to go on a plane. I was actually told to stay my ass home because I had severe liver damage. I didn't know I had kidney failure. I didn't know I had cancer at the time. So, or it was getting there. I had so much, I had horrible anemia. I was just sick. But I went anyway because I just, I wanted to go accept my award on stage. (laughs) I have Leo placements. Anyway. So, um, cancer son, I have Leo placements and other placements that like to be <laughs> for at the forefront. Hey, I was a performer since I was little. So that's, that's just, just me. Um, I've always been front and center everywhere, everywhere. I've been in music, drama, theater, everywhere, everything, singing, everything from the time I was little. And I don't give a fuck if people don't think highly of that. Or whatever, because I do whatever the fuck I want to do. I'm not for everybody, and that's what I love about myself. I'm not for everybody. So anyway, rant over. (laughs) So I'm sitting there at Zest. I have three plates of avocado. It was like raw walnut tacos or some shit. It was basically a salad. So I got three salads in. She looks over there. You know, she's with her boyfriend. She looks not not a looker. Um, Even at my worst, I was still a looker somewhat um so she goes she says that's a lot of food mind you I'm like oh bitch did I go out to eat with you or by myself so I might have blacked out at this moment because I mean you're dealing with gut issues which I'm going to also get into that as well so you could with dealing with gut issues you can literally go from zero to like infinity that's why people have anger issues till this day. It's a gut issue. It's a gut issue. It's trauma. It's everything mixed in. The trauma of made, made you eat, affected your gut. The gut issue made you angry. It's, 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 it's a lose-lose situation. So I basically told her to mind her business. You know, I forgot what I said to her. And I still ate it because that's what I'm going to do. So recently <laughs> I went to a restaurant and I ordered... Every time I go out, it's a mukbang. I'm not a prissy bitch. I am not a fucking prissy bitch. Um, You know, if someone was to take me out or whatever, I'm not going to have two bites of a fucking muffin and say, let me pack it for home. Like, listen, if you're embarrassed that I'm eating a lot, you can walk away and I'm still going to mukbang, you know, by myself. We may not bang, but I I will mukbang. (laughs) I don't care. Like, I I just, this is me. I like to eat when I go out. I like to eat. You know, I like to order at least three plates of food and I will eat it. You know, so recently I went out and I ordered, I had what? 
I had buffalo cauliflower wings. I had garlic parmesan wings. I had sweet potato fries. And that's what I took a picture of and forgot that I had two more plates coming. So then I had a Caesar salad come. And then I had um, a cheeseburger without the bun with a side kale, with a kale salad. So that's what I ordered. So that's five plates. And I also ordered a peanut butter cheesecake. This is all vegan and organic. I ordered a peanut butter cheesecake and then I ordered a carrot cake. So I ate most of the cauliflower wings. Um, I saved some of the garlic parmesan. I saved some of the Caesar salad. I saved the Caesar salad. I ate a little bit of the um, cheeseburger on lettuce. But then I ordered the cake. I, I ate the peanut. I ate most of the peanut butter cheesecake. And I ate some of the carrot cake because it was very rich and it was so, so good. And I regret absolutely nothing. But people kept staring at me eating. I'm like, what is wrong with you? There's a there's a two girls sitting over in the next table and they order um, the garlic Parmesan wings and they're sharing. And I'm looking at them like I don't share my food. I have to really love you to share. Really love you to share. So they were sharing food. There was another lady and another lady, you know, looking and they're probably looking like, where is she putting all of that? No matter how much I eat, I still maintain my physique. I'm still small at the end of the day. I don't have any bad eating habits. Um, you know, I swallow my food. I digest it. I appreciate it. I don't feel guilty about eating it. Um, I don't have any eating disorders like I used to when I was in middle school and high school. Um, and I enjoy food and I don't have an awful relationship like I used to have. I'm not addicted to food. Throughout the week, I'm mostly eating fruit anyways because I'm still technically doing what Dr. Morris told me to do, especially with my condition. Like I said, cancer recovery, uh, the kidney failure he mentioned, and other things. But Friday through Saturday, I, I eat as healthy as possible. Um, and I enjoy my life. I enjoy the food. I don't say, oh, my God, this is going to make me gain five pounds or this is going to make me and blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I just eat the food. <laughs> Reminded me of Napoleon. Tana. Or wait, 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 what was it? Eat the food. Um, Tina, come get some help. But anyway, I love that movie. So that's just how I am. And I feel like if anybody goes out to eat with me, if you're embarrassed, and don't fucking go out to eat with me. I'm not saying anybody was embarrassed. I mean, maybe people were that were looking. I don't really give a fuck. Um, you know, but it was irking me the other day. And it normally doesn't irk me, but it was irking me the other day. Um, and so I got to the bottom of it and I figured out why it was irking me. Um, and, you know, that's really my own thing, you know, to push ahead. But what I'm saying to you is do what makes you feel comfortable. When I go out to eat again, I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing this. And when you go to a buffet, no one cares how much you eat. But just because you're at a restaurant and you order plates that people can see, then it's a big fucking deal. I like to eat. And this stems from, you know, my childhood. When staying with my mom, there was no meal schedule. It's just you eat when you're hungry. She fed me, obviously, She fed, when she was home. Because um, she taught me how to cook at 10, especially being a single mom. I was home by myself, so... I had to, you know, make certain food for myself, you know, especially if I wanted a snack or whatever. My snack consisted of like six to 12 eggs <laughs> and waffles or pancakes or some shit because that's how I used to eat. 
there was no solid schedule. My mom never locked the fridge or the freezer and said, you can't eat. I wasn't like that. I wasn't raised like that. You know, food was to be enjoyed. It was to be, I weighed 11 pounds, 11 ounces. My mom used to eat a lot. I was a big baby, big, big baby. Um, I was one of the biggest babies. My clothes didn't fit me when I was little. Um, and when I went to my aunt's house, she would fix breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, and we were nine years old. We would go to different places, whether that's what that was downtown. We would take the bus uh, downtown. We would go to the um, Song Haze. We would take the bus to the mall. We were young. We would go to Jamskis. We would go to uh, Burger King. We would go to Wendy's. Like we enjoy, we enjoy doing that stuff. We would go get smoothies. We were very young. We grew up fast around that area, Garden Street again, North End Hartford. We grew up like that. We grew up fast, you know. So that's what we did. You know, she fed me breakfast, lunch. My lunch was a big ass bologna sandwich. Obviously, I wasn't I wasn't vegan when I was younger. Big ass bologna sandwich with uh, chips and a pickle. That's what we ate, you know, and if um, and then for dinner, we would have whatever, whether that was going to Jamskis again. If you're from the Hartford area, you know, Jamskis was on Albany Avenue. Um, we would eat that or she would make something. Then she would make cake and didn't care how many slices I had. I remember, I never forget one time I was about, I was 12 and I went over to my aunt's house and she made a big pot of pasta with this sauce. And she said, you could get some more. I ended up having three, not just plates, but three hefty ass plates. When I went over to my grandmother's house, she would make me, um, what was it? Three things of sausage with eggs with um oh my god home fries with what was it oh my god grits I don't know if it was toast but you could have cinnamon toast too and it was huge it was huge for lunch I would have something else I used to think my grandmother was rich and my aunt was rich because they always had so much food and my mom too because she worked at um insurance company um so I'm thinking all these people rich to have a lot of food. We weren't, but you know, that's what I used to think as a child. Um, and then for dinner, she would fix different things. There's always something different, whether it was rice and beans or she would fix a big omelet or it was pasta. It was something my grandmother, oh, used to love her cooking. So I never forget. She fixed um, like this big omelet. And I'm like, this is this is mine because it was a huge omelet. It fit the whole plate. So I'm thinking it was for other people. You know, like, oh, should I save them a piece? It was all mine. So I'm used to eating a lot. I would go in the fridge and drink all her milk and eat her bread. Me and my mom, we'd eat her bread. We would make like a peanut butter sandwich. She used to have the softest bread. It used to sit right on top of the microwave. And the peanut butter would melt, right? And then we would go out to eat. Then when we, when me and my mom were done being over her house, we would go to McDonald's. I would get like 20-piece chicken nuggets. I don't know. Call me gluttonous, but I love food. So that's how I eat. I'm not a prissy bitch, period. I don't care how I'm looked at um, in that arena because that's what I absolutely love doing. When I go out, I go all out. Um, like I said, during the week, I'm basically eating fruit. So I eat a bunch of watermelon. And that's the thing. Like Dr. Morse is like, you could eat a bunch of fruit throughout the day. Again, it's not restrictive. <laughs> so I don't know. I think people are colonized and people are um, brought up with this um, portion sizing mentality. I don't have that mentality. Um, I'm going to enjoy my life on this earth no matter how that looks. So that was another thing. So um, the waiter, he was he was pretty nice. 
uh, pretty kind, but, you know, now that I'm thinking of it, you know, I noticed a few times he was like, are you eating that here? Do you want, you know, like things to go like get, it's just like, you know, some things didn't need to be said. He was, you know, he was good for the most part, like 85, 90%. But, you know, it's like some things don't need to be said. Just let me eat. <laughs> let me eat. Yes, I'm still small. I'm still in the 120s, you know, and even if I wasn't, that's my business, you know. Um, it's something about being having your own business when you mind your own business, meaning when you get to know yourself, that's literally what minding your own business is. What's your sun sign? What's your moon sign? What's your rising sign? What makes you tick? Like what brings the light within you? What makes you feel good about yourself when you're so focused on that? You don't care what anybody else thinks because you've approved of yourself. You know, we as people really have to approve of ourselves you know a lot of people there there are too many people that are looking on the surface you know I remember when I had severe gut health issues and I would go from zero to 1000 my moods would go from um being calm to wanting to throw a chair or wanting to yell at people and and just going off like that and to other people you just seem bitchy but when you really get to know the person you're like no they're really battling you know, when you have a gut health issue, that brings so many imbalances. And it's like people, when they really have that, they're really trying their best. You know, and that's why I don't have any regrets for anything that I've done, because that's what I felt I had to do with the mind that I had. I'll say that again. That's what I felt I had to do with the mind that I had. You know, your gut is one of your brains. So my gut was out of whack. How do you think that's going to affect me in a negative way? So I was doing the best I could at that time. And my tests showed how horrible my gut was. They're like, I remember going to a, um, a practitioner and she was like, whoa, you have some serious gut issues. She was like, what are you saying to yourself? Like it was so acidic. That's why I burned from the inside out three times. Three times because of, you know, the acid buildup over the years. Now, my gut has done has been doing very well, but it still has a ways to go. But, you know, and my moods have been balanced more so. Um, but like I said, I give myself grace. I um, if people don't, you know, want to be on my journey, I'm just like, OK, goodbye. I'm doing the best I can. And there's something beautiful about doing the best you can. You know, um, and I don't think that society actually affords you to do that because they're very judgmental. Um, I remember when I saw, you know, a lot of um, nutritionists and doctors on these health panels. And I was like, wow, there's not a lot of melanated people on there. And then I did start to see melanated people. But there's people that I've had on my podcast that did not have me on theirs. Um and, you know, it doesn't have to be a tit for tat thing. You know, I don't really give a fuck at the end of the day, but it was just an observation. And again, people look at you with tattoos. They look at you. You wear makeup. You know, I'll never forget Criminal Minds. Is it Criminal Minds? Yes. Penelope. You know, if you were to see her, you wouldn't think she was like a forensics person or someone who could crack codes and shit. She didn't look the part. 
You know, so when people think of nutritionists, they think of like cardigan. Um, what do they think of? Barely no makeup there. Maybe some freckles and like liver spots or some shit. Um, they think of a certain certain type of person, you know, um, and that's not me and that will never fucking be me. Um, you know, to some people, I look very intimidating, whether it's my eyes or um, my tattoos or my physique or just my aura. Um, because, you know, I have I have I do scare people in person. Sometimes I'll never forget. I was at um, Whole Foods and this was the time when this girl, she gave me an attitude. And um, since then, when I walked into the store, she had to get off the floor because she was having a panic attack just by my energy. I'm no joke. No, I'm not kidding. Had literal panic attack. So it's just the energy, you know, um, my energy will make you feel like you're getting your karma because you shouldn't have done what you did. You know, um, she totally flipped. I remember we used to always have conversations and then that one day she just kind of switched it up. And since then I just didn't really say a word to her. I would just go in there and it was like too much for her to handle my energy. She ended up having a panic attack. Um, another time I went to some place with my mom and I'm just, I'm talking to the guy very calmly, you know, trying to get, you know, some law stuff situated. And, um, he looks in my eyes and he calls security and I'm like, what is the problem? So I don't fit the box. There are people who have said similar stuff to me. I've said it in a certain way and I don't compare myself. I don't really give a fuck. You know, I'm very knowledgeable. I remember going to hospitals and a doctor telling me, wow, you know a lot. You know, as a doctor, I, I've doctors have told me I was smart. I do know more than doctors. I was able to heal myself dealing with cancer. Yes, I reached out to Dr. Morris, but I'm the one I'm the one doing the job. I went to other doctors, um, but I'm the one who kept myself alive until I came to them, you know, doing my own protocols. So I'm the one who knew how sick I was. You know, and then I went to Dr. Morris, who confirmed that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, whatever. But I just don't fit a certain part. So I've heard people talk. Let's just use carrots, for instance. They'll say something like, carrots contain beta carotene, right? And I'll say, beta carotene can be found in carrots. They'll go with the person who said carrots contain beta carotene just because they like the other person. Meanwhile, I've been saying the same thing for years. So you see how the discrimination and the judgmental people play a role. So, you know, what I want to say and what I want you to get out of this episode is just live your fucking life, man, because people are always going to have something to say. Um, I'm not saying don't improve yourself, but do it because you you feel you find the sense in doing it. Um, it benefits you in some way. And it's not to appease. Um, it doesn't go against your morals. You know, like I said, I'm never going to go and get my tattoos lasered off. I'm not going to put concealer on my tattoos for a fucking interview in public. This is a work of art. I absolutely love my tattoos. And if you tell me you don't like them, I'm going to get like 10 more. You know, because I am get, getting more anyway. I have a lot of more stuff I want, a lot more stuff I want to get, you know, um, just listen to your heart, listen to yourself. Um, people are judgmental because of the 
limitate how they were raised limitations that have been placed on them they think their way is right um people can be very close-minded you know sometimes when you're open-minded person you think other people are open-minded but they're not so just like you know some people don't like 50 shades of gray I remember when I came out with my erotic book it's a series the first one love like chocolate is erotic and it's also cynical and it's also like deadly cynical humor um you know to help people who have gone through those things have a voice and it's like a guilty pleasure type of thing the second series is um um oh no the first series is dark chocolate love the second one is love like chocolate some people didn't like erotic whatever books I do I love 50 shades of gray some people think that's taboo I think it's normal so what people think is taboo, I'm over here like, that's taboo. And it's probably because, yes, I'm a Cancer Sun, but I'm Scorpio dominant. I don't know. that. Pro I'm sure. No, it's not. I don't know. that. I'm sure that plays a part and a role in it because it's just there's a lot of taboo shit with, you know, being, you know, dominant and that sign that um, rules over my chart. So, um, you know, that it is it is what it is. What people think is whatever is just not to me um just do you make sure it's your authentic you and continue to be yourself um I hope this episode helped you uh have your voice um display your art um no matter what that is and continuously keep your head up uh and Walk with confidence. Be confident in your abilities. Be confident in who you are. Um, there's no such thing as being overlooked. There's no such thing as that. Um, you know, and I used to think that, but what I've discovered is that there's no such thing as being overlooked. Those people are just not on your path, and it's not meant to be. And you're meant to pave your own path. And when you pave your own path, you're going to help other people uh, give them a voice. They're going to be on your path. And that's your purpose. Your purpose to, you know, you'll be, you'll have your own tribe of people who respect, love you for who you are. Um, and that's it. They'll just accept you for who you are. So have an unfiltered day and I will see you next week. Mwah.